0: Of Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies I'm Joey And
1: I'm Mike And uh, this week we're bringing you Season 2 of Wine and Cheese (laughs) That's correct Uh, We've got AFI's The Art of Drowning off of Nitro Records from September 19th, 2000 And we're pairing that with the finest uh, Friday the 13th Part 7 VII The New Blood from Paramount Pictures 1988
0: and uh, we're back. Um, unless you've been listening to a, all of our paywall episodes for the last year and a half, uh, we kind of did that by accident. You say paywall? Yeah, that's where all, we've been... The podcast has still been going, Mike. Oh, oh yeah. Duh. It's just been uh, through Patreon this whole time. There was a lot of red tape for the last 18 months. What have you been
1: doing for the last 18 months?
0: Dude, I couldn't even tell you.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> I really couldn't even tell you. I've been... Um... I've been on a a great mountain learning martial arts. <laughs> I've been learning the
0: ways of the blade. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a movie we would watch. Yeah. I I'll write that movie. That sounds kinda cool actually. Um I'm getting distracted because I'm trying to look up the Nitro Records roster. But okay. in the meantime, what have you been listening to, Mike? Oh boy. Um Bob Dylan.
1: Oh, there's a podcast called The Joker Men Podcast about Bob Dylan. That's really sick, so listen to them. (laughs) Uh, I saw that gag show in Philly this past week. That was great. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was insane. I saw you
0: posted some cool pictures from that show. I took
1: some film photos. I went by myself, so I was like, I'll I'll bring the old camera. Um, Yeah. yeah. So that was sick. Uh, Uh, Shout out gag.
0: How how were the openers?
1: The opening band... I didn't get their name. It seemed like it was one of their first shows. They yeah, were cool. I think it was announced like the day of. And it was the like opener a was plus one TBA for a long time, and then Gel, that band Gel, opened up. and they were oh, sick. yeah, they were you cool. guys played with them once. At oh Connie's yeah, we Rick did. Rack. Yes, we did. That was a cool show. Um, and then Golden Apples. There's a band that used to be called Cherry. Now they're called Golden Apples. They have a new album called Shadowland,
0: and it rocks. What about Co- you? What co-signed you on the Golden Apples record. I haven't listened to it much lately, but when it came out, I really liked it. Yeah. Um. Wow, I feel like the roles are really reversed here because usually you have a really long list of that <laughs> kind of stuff. And this week, I kind of have a long list, but I think we'll probably flip on the movie section because I haven't been watching a lot. But
1: I feel like I'm usually more prepared, whereas this was like fuck 18 months since we've done this i, I know I it's like a complete hard list. to com-
0: hard to uh, yeah that's true it's hard to remember how to do this but um I've, so i've got a couple of things out. i i mean first off i want to kind of shout out some like all my friends stuff that have been putting out some good music the last few months and um two of them came out on the same day and one of them was mike's band sung god <laughs> put out their record gentle day and so did uh full of hell Garden of Burning Apparitions came out on the same day. We planned to do a split with Full of Hell, but they they weren't into it. (laughs) Very opposite ends of the musical spectrum there, but um, I like both quite a bit. Thank you. And um, yeah, other than that, I have been listening to a lot of that new Spiritual Cramp EP. It's called Here Comes More Bad News. Is Uh, Earth to Mike from that release? Earth to Mike is from that release. Like track two or three felt like it was uh, written for me but yeah probably there's like one kind of like song it's not really a song but the other three are really good uh and they're playing here soon so i hope i can go to that gig um <laughs> other than that i my friend nick recommended an old album album from like 2011 by this band called daniel striped tiger that band's cool yeah you, you've heard them before i figured mm-hmm. you might I had never heard them because I think I just kind of wrote the name off as like some MySpace twee bullshit like in a way. In indie punk kind of shit. Yeah. They're kind of just like kind of emo, kind of scream out. I'd be kind of interested to cover them on a future episode. Cover them? Like do a cover <laughs> like of one Like talk of the songs? about them.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm down. Uh, <laughs> what, we could do the Life of Pi. I don't know if it's cheesy. I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, because of the tiger? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably striped. <laughs>
0: Um, and other than that, I've been definitely like getting back into more like extreme music. I've kind of been, Mike's fiddling with a Coke lid. Uh, getting back into more like extreme music, like metal and stuff. Um, so Extreme about, music. It, I mean, <laughs> just to put it broadly, because there's like metal, there's black metal, there's death metal, there's I fucking it. grindcore. I, there's I like that. I just picture like noise Ryan, Ryan Mayquist doing a tailwind <laughs> 540 over, <laughs> over a little box yeah <laughs> so a couple things i wanted to highlight from that was uh mostly because the names are fun to say or at least in this case there's a band called mortiferum <laughs> they're like a death metal band they have a cool album from a couple of years ago called disgorge from psychotic depths <laughs> and they're putting out a new one pretty soon that i'm stoked about say that's five times nope first. and uh, other than that, like today I listened to this cool one by this band called 8 Hour Animal, which I like the name a lot. I don't know what that is a reference to, but it feels like an infomercial. They're like a weird harsh industrial band and then that's all I got. I had one or two others, but I'm not going to keep going. Say, this um, is say, <laughs> um, say. Um. People love lists. <laughs> uh, yeah. People like this part of the show the most. What did you think of the new-ish
1: Turnstile record? I didn't like it. Ooh. Okay. You, may, <laughs> you may be the only one. I, I might
0: like, be the only one. I feel like it's got like normies on board. It's got extreme music people on board. Yeah, it might be the only one because I don't know, man. Like, um, let me look at the song list real quick. To I s- think
1: the strongest four songs are the ones they put out on the EP that turns Love Connection thing.
0: I think that's where I landed on that too. But even I didn't love all of those songs. Well, like I think – To me, like mystery and holiday, are kind of the same song, but I like them. Um, Other than that, like nothing stood out to me. Sorry, they couldn't be nine-hour animal, eight-hour animal for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm above that shit now. (laughs) No, well, I liked the, the last one, I guess, time and space, but it didn't have a lot of replay for me. Okay, so maybe Turnstile is not for me anymore. I'm too old, or they're a band that I never even
1: really knew. I was more of like an Angel Dust guy than a Turnstile guy for some reason. Right. I don't know if it's just Justice is more charismatic or something, but like, sure. uh, the new record just won me over.
0: It was so good. That's a new
1: one, well, and Angel Dust they have something new that I haven't heard yet. It's I think it's a compilation of songs. It's like truck stop songs or something like oh. that. Justice described it as well. Like I didn't even songs. listen
0: to the one that has like the house on the cover. As, is that an EP or an LP? I didn't even listen to that one. It's called like <laughs> I want to say it's called Little Ass House. Or Big Ass House. There's Big Ass Love. Oh. <laughs> uh
1: the one there yeah, there's a song called Turn Off the Guitar on that that has a cool riff in it.
0: Oh well yeah, that's another thing where they did like a four song EP and then oh it's called Bigger House. Bigger House. Um Oh, well, I guess that's an EP, because it's like five songs and then two remixes. <laughs> Again, people are going to love our our deep dive here on how many songs are, are you know, what, what's, what is and this? And then name? they have this other thing called Yak, a collection of truck songs. What does that mean? I don't fully know, but they it's They have a song with cool. Tim Armstrong. Not checking that out.
1: Well, there's a song with <laughs> Lars Fredrickson on this AFI record, apparently. There so. it is. <laughs>
0: I didn't actually, well, yeah, I didn't look into the song that he played on, but I saw he was nah. in the credits. Yeah, it's like him, one of the dudes from the Offspring, um one of the dudes from Tiger Army. Yep, I you're stealing my notes cuz I wrote all that down. Okay. Well, Nick 13 from Tiger Army and Lars Fredrickson and then some guy whose name I didn't write down from the Offspring. Oh, worse. But Nitro Records, I mean there's a connection there for you. Okay. Like I'm like all those bands Had something to do with that.
1: Before we get into it, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Tyler is not with us today. Oh yeah, Um, I've I've heard that he's been spending a lot of time at the John Wick Hotel, uh, the Continental. (laughs) Um, So I don't know if he's like excommunicado or anything, but um, you know we'll 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 continue checking in on his on his update on his whereabouts and hopefully get him on an episode again soon. Yeah, maybe we can uh, get him to send us a communiqué of some (laughs) sort. As long as there are no contracts on him, you know? Where it's like <laughs> that little thing you open up and you put your blood in it. Yeah, the coin. Yeah. put the blood on the coin.
0: Exactly. That's something I need to rewatch. But. Are they doing more? They have to be doing more, obviously, but are they doing more? I don't know. They did a comic book series. Maybe that was like the That's weird cool. a continuation of it, but I didn't read it because I, I thought the art was kind of bad. Damn. But <laughs> Damn.
1: All right. Well, today we're talking about the fifth studio album from A Fire Inside, called uh, "The Art of Drowning." Is this band emo? According to is is this band emo dot com? AfI is not an emo band. AfI is punk.
0: I would agree, but okay. they are whiny. Confirmed. Confirmed whiny. Uh, that yeah. is something I would say that in season two of Wine and Cheese, we could branch out more. And find some whiny more shit. More whiny. We could stick with the whiny mm-hmm. and not confine ourselves to eat just emo. Okay. So we can do no. like hair metal. They're whiny as fuck. And I never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. All right. Well
1: sick. Um yo, are you were you like a fan of this band?
0: Dude, this is one of my top five favorite bands of all time. I oh, thought we're gonna say five favorite albums of all time. No. Okay. Uh this is maybe my second or third favorite album of theirs. Damn. But this is one of my favorite bands. Okay, well, I'm gonna let you take the lead because I, <laughs> I, I don't, I know, um, yeah. Where? Okay, so what's your like personal history with them, so, if any? Yeah,
1: very little. I had the Girls Not Grey, whatever CD that's on. Sure. That and the Sing Leaving the song, Sing the sorrow. The one
0: that—that's the one after this.
1: That was the—that was like their first commercial, bit, totally. like album, yeah. right? Because I didn't really know them much before that, except for the song Six to Eight from this album. Wow. Okay. That was on. Do you remember Punk Rock Vids? Oh, absolutely. That was like at the end, they'd show like a little teaser of like another song and they had one after like a Blink-182 video or whatever. There was
0: like a clip of six to eight. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Weird, but it was, what was it? Just audio or like live? a video. I'm guessing there's a video of this song. Oh, I didn't, wow. Okay, I don't know so if there any videos. I might have not done as much brushing up as I should have because I really thought <laughs> that only Days of the Phoenix has video. Is that the hit? Days That's of the, the Phoenix? hit. That is really? 100% the hit. I spent my whole time listening to this album being like,
1: which one is the hit? I was, I thought for sure that, Ever in a Day was going to be a hit.
0: Ever in a Day is one that they do. They have been. They've played a lot, I think. So I think that is like definitely one of the more popular tracks.
1: I just think that one felt like a a predecessor of like things they would do in the future with like some of the O's and stuff like that and like the vocal style. For sure. It Mm -hmm. Mm reminded me of. This may, might be sacrilegious, but that band, Aiden, you remember that band? No, oh, I
0: mean, they were definitely like in the same circles. For yeah, sure. I hated I like that band, but like. I've never really listened I, to them, <laughs> but I feel
1: like Misfits inspired AFI, who inspired yeah. a billion other bands. And Aiden is one of them.
0: Yeah, and I would even say that like AFI most certainly influenced like My Chemical Romance and stuff. Um, but I guess, so I will say that I think I got into them probably around like 2001. So like okay. a so little like, after this album, yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I I don't remember which one I got first, but I definitely got the Warp Tour 2001 compilation CD, and then I got a CD called Punkzilla, and I, I think we brought that up on the podcast before. But they both contain B sides from this album. So mm. Warp Tour one <laughs> has this song called A Winter's Tale, which is really good, and then. Punkzilla has a song called Dream of Waking, which is like a vinyl only release of this on this album, like a bonus track. Um, I got a hot take for you. There should be more B-sides from this album. It is fucking long. It's a little, yeah. They could definitely have trimmed a little bit. It's like 48 minutes or something, 48 and a half. It's like 16 and songs it's like, or yeah, like Yeah, it's like 14 or 15 songs. Um,
1: Here's another question. Do you still listen to this band?
0: I do. I'm not like uh, like their new records. They're still putting stuff I out every u- couple of years. Usually, that was surprising. Yeah. I usually make an effort to check out anything that they continue to put out. Like I did listen to a few of the new songs uh as they were coming out like before the new record came out and I didn't really like them. Yeah. Um I have ruled like their last 3 albums I don't really like at all. Okay. Um I was
1: shocked. I thought that maybe they had ended basically after that um fuck, there was a song on like guitar pr- guitar hero. Oh. Miss, Miss Murder,
0: Miss Murder, Wow. They've put, they've definitely put out like five albums since then. I thought that was like <laughs> I'm not saying that song <laughs> ended their career. I'm no, saying I thought like, that was the tail end of their career. Yeah. I mean, that's that's true because um that album uh December Underground uh it's got some cool songs, mm-hmm. but it was definitely like that popularity wise that was their peak also because murder is huge yeah that's why they played it like hockey games. yeah exactly and then they did an album after that called crash love which is surprisingly overall pretty good like i the good songs on that are really good okay um but the bad ones still suck um i think the sorrow is last the last like front to back good album probably but i
1: I, so it's cool it's cool that you like that album as like a more of an afi fan because like I definitely liked a little bit of it, but it's pretty
0: commercial though.
1: Yeah. For sure. But I just, I guess it's not like posery to like that album, which is cool. You know? Yeah, totally. Because, like, I feel like when bands have their first big breakout uh, album, I mean, it's like, it,
0: it, I guess it isn't and it isn't. Pro- like, I yeah. wouldn't say it is, but I'm also not like some gatekeeper of this band. You know what I mean? You should be. Um, <laughs> the video for Leaving Song, too, has some uh, Philly hardcore <laughs> legends in it that will go unnamed. That story is so <laughs> wild that they, like,
1: flew Philly's best moshers <laughs> out to, like, the East Bay to record this video for uh, Leaving Song, which is, like, like I don't know. It's not like a mosh song. It's funny. Not that at all. It th- it's literally just clips of like people swinging their arms.
0: Dude, it's, it's like, like Hate Breeds playing. Bizarre. It's crazy. I've definitely, I've seen AFI about six or so times probably. And Any cool venues or was it like pretty So I've pretty much expected. seen them at the same like two or three venues every time. I've seen them at, actually I've seen them at the TLA a couple times. I've seen them at the Electric Factory once and I've seen them in Sayreville, Jersey, at, what's that place called? The Starland Ballroom? Starland or Starlight? I think Starlight was the one here. Got it. That got shut down or whatever happened to it. Hmm. And then Starland, I'm pretty sure is there. I've seen them there like three times, probably. Got it. They're always, to me, better there, for some reason. Like, they play. Jersey? Yeah, they play a, like, I don't really love any of those venues I just named, but I have the most fun at those ones. Uh, that was like the first place I saw them. and they always play like really good deep cuts at that venue for some reason. And I don't know if they have some sort of connection there, but their their set list is always really varied and that's they, cool. They, they do manage that. to throw some like really off, like I said, like deep cuts from early records in the set too. Do they play a lot from this record? Did I already ask that or just think it? You did. You. I don't think you asked okay. that. But um, My brain is failing. Just looking at the track list, I've definitely seen them play Ever yeah. in a Day. Um, well, here, let me, let me put on, you can
1: pronounce this, the Nephilim Nephilim? I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay. I
0: actually meant to look it up. <laughs> this song.
1: This was, is cool. Well, this was weird because I was like, this is a funny kind of band where it's like, they have the intro, then it breaks and changes into something else. Like, all their songs kind of They do, do that bad. a lot. It might not be the song actually, was, that I hear. There
0: was. No, I think you might be thinking of.
1: Yeah, that. Where yeah. it just changes completely. They
0: do it in this previous song, too, The Lost Souls. Both so, of these songs are kind of like quintessential AFI songs. This was the song where I was like, okay, Blink
1: 182 bass riff, but then like no effects, Bouncing Souls, sing alongs. It's, it's like. that P bass. Dude. It's just such a funny era of band. Yeah, yeah.
0: 100%. Um,
1: how old were. Do you know how old they were? When they wrote this, album. well, they're
0: like mid forties now, so they're probably they got they had to have been mid twenties then, right? Like 25, 20, 24 yeah. to twenty seven probably. Sounds right. Which, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I, that definitely makes sense. It's just it's
1: funny because like, I'm not saying their music is like undeveloped or anything like that, but no, like but that's it is it, kind of like, like juvenile in a way. Still. It's just like throwing, like slapping different things together, where I feel like they could have cut from 16 songs to like 10 or 11 yeah, and rearrange some things where it was like this riff's cool and this song and they, they just I feel like they just like wrote a song and were like cool done
0: yeah so like so if you're listening
1: r- AFI work on that <laughs>
0: I have some uh, ideas for you That's some notes um, I think they're just like constantly developing and it's the albums are always like kind of capturing them in these like weird transitional phases mm-hmm. in, rather than like a fully formed thing Um so like very early on they're very much like just like quick, li- like teen punk stuff. Well,
1: they're like they're like a Northern California. Are they an yeah. East Bay band? Are yeah, they because okay. yeah. they literally they're like Maxwell murder riffs. They clearly yeah. have like a Green Day and like, um, like rancid influence, yeah. and like then connection. obviously Misfits, like, too. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: and then like the album before this, Black Sails and Sunset, um, they kind of like pull in a little bit of hardcore stuff, too. Um, that one's that's my favorite album by them probably, but Black sails and sunsets, yeah, okay. that one's good. I'll have um, to check it out. And uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, just in, and then after this, obviously, we know what happens them after this with like sing sorrow, like very commercial, very sing songy, kind of like that was just kind of like right timing too, where like very all the mauled. all the dark emo bands were coming out and stuff, for like sure. And it was, was really Christmas court. yeah. Exactly. Well, and he has like these crazy like halloween tattoos that in the (laughs) the last couple years he got covered up oh shit like he had two like full sleeves like pumpkins and shit yeah and then he got like these weird geometric blackout tattoos to cover it all up and it was crazy jade or davy 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 okay they're the two like face of the band kind of people i would say so i mean they've definitely had like the same lineup forever i think very early on they had a different drummer okay um, That's cool. I back that. But since like maybe the second or third album, I want to say they've had the same lineup, same four guys the whole time, Damn. which is wild. That to think rules. About. Like yeah. over twenty years of the same lineup without like hating each other. On the yeah, world. it's still constantly putting out records too. Yeah, and impressive. then like even having side projects together, like Jade and Davey have Black Audio, which is like some goths and shit, but it's not very good. I don't think. Jade um, and Davey is just a good. Too, like good, that's duo. a good name. Like pair Baby. of names, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: can we get back to the record real quick? I'm sorry. Yes. Um, Smile. I wrote down this one's a wall of death song. <laughs> so if like, you just listen, I like that. this gets the wall of death that going. crazy part.
0: Yeah, people, are, people little, are going. And then like the him. where the guitar kicks in right here would be like, poof. yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean I've definitely moshed like Kate was playing in this band before. That's insane.
1: Uh, <laughs> Even during like the uh like the sky came falling spoken word parts where they're like whispering and saying like <laughs> No, like, not those. I know when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a big like a big snare fill, like a <laughs> yeah. lead up thing and you know some meaningful shit's coming. And then like coming, a
0: whisper or like say every room is a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> well, though that's from Beetlejuice. Uh, oh okay My whole life is dark room One big dark uh, room Oh you're right Yeah when Anna Ryder says that She does What um, was the other one Teenage Teenage death boys And teenage death girls <laughs> Dude that one That's from Days of Phoenix right uh, like, I don't know Everyone was dancing <laughs> Nothing could stop us then Speaking Nothing of could dancing just then
1: <laughs> There's a rave song On the album too Hang on The one get. with the drum part I don't the know The despair factor think. Yeah
0: this is their... We are raving. This song right here is definitely like the turning point for this band because everything after this really had a lot of that like, shit in it. And yeah. where you're like... But this part rocks. Oh, yeah. They're saving all the heat for the end of the album. They could have cut out like half the songs in the middle. Dude, like I can't think of a better band of this time other than maybe like kid dynamite that has like better woes and better oh. use of backup vocals straight up the backup vocals on this album in particular are fucking off the chart i'm a big fan of big wig because they do right. like woes and like cool little like surfy skatey riffs yeah
1: there are a couple songs in this album that i was like all right
0: and the, the them harmonizing is so good too like yeah. um i think i i mean I, re- I definitely cited the backup vocals in a lot of songs but like running back the Lost Souls real quick. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say about the intro. Um they love intros. They put them on like every album. I don't think the one on this album is very necessary because even the Lost Souls kind of has like its own little intro with the bass thing. So the intro on this one's called Initiation. Yeah. It's fine. I it's honestly like don't really thing. remember it. It's just like... It's just whatever. It's just like... Bum, 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 bum. And then it has like a chaotic, like hitting all the drums part. Just some like melodic in. horror guy. Yeah, it's just like punk. some shit you would pl- expect them to play live in yeah. the beginning, but not I necessarily see, record. Yeah. Gotcha. Um,
1: there are a couple songs with some hard-ass riffs. Let me see. It's a Story at Three had a hard riff. Hang on. Let's
0: see.
1: Oh, it's not hard, but this it's just cool. This...
0: Yeah, it has like a very slow intro, but, yeah. and then it gets really fast again. I like the chorus of this song. Um, I can try and jump ahead, Let's which see. I don't even really remember at the time, at the moment. Oh, yeah, like me on the winner. But they're the, um, referring to we and us. It's yeah, a big so commune. I was looking commune. on Genius at the lyrics a lot, and they, you know how on there they, if you can click a link to the part of the lyrics, it like tells you what that section of the lyrics is about. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really have that for. Uh, most of the stuff on here, but the few that it did have kind of clued me in that where um, a lot of this album is about like them playing shows and looking mm-hmm. back on their older years and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, snooze. <laughs> snooze, but the lyrics are pretty cool for the most part. Um, definitely like taking more risks poetically and stuff than like most bands of this time and era and stuff. I like when he says he's the ghost on the stage. Yeah, and I go up on this date. Um, but (laughs) uh, (laughs) also like even reading, I was reading a lot of these lyrics for the first time today. This band is like a (laughs) total mushmouth band, where like you see them or like you're listening to them, you're just kind of mumbling. You think you're singing the words, but if you were like a second person next to yourself you'd be like you're not even fucking saying words you're just like saying the sounds that the words make
1: i for sure do that with a lot of songs (laughs) i mean but their lyrics are like fast and kind of packed in too so i think
0: it would be pretty easy to just kind of like and like structurally like him delivering a line is not necessarily the full sentence it's usually like the second half of the previous verse and then two or three words from the next part of the verse. But he says it in a sentence. you know, oh, and it, right. it, you so, know what I'm saying? Like, exactly and it picks up mid-sentence, like right. each line. Um, right. So
1: in your mind, you're like, oh, that's the end of the thought. But then if you just keep it going a little more, it like lingers into the next line. Yeah, there's
0: like a song in particular where he says something about like his father or something like that. And but like it's at that's at the tail end of the previous line, even though that's the beginning of the sentence in the lyrics. It's, damn so it's So they're yeah. they're
1: geniuses.com. <laughs> they're geniuses.com. Um, Catch a Hot One They're fucking pissed on that song Let's Yeah see. what I write about that Oh okay so Angry This one in the hardcore Like the hidden track Yeah They're
0: pissed This uh, this is like the Have you ever turned to dust song Yeah That's a answer, cool line
1: To answer back No I've oh, never turned to dust I
0: also wrote Cool bass alert Cause Hunter rips a good lick At the end Hunter That's the bass player I'm more um, into Gatherer <laughs> uh, About that song too I also think that this album is kind of like Davey's last-ditch effort to be Danzig. <laughs> and that song in particular, definitely has, he goes full Danzig on let's, that let's one. Let's jump ahead a little bit. Like, just his vocal style is very Danzig on this track. <laughs> he just needs to go down and <laughs> Yeah, up, exactly.
1: No, I never turned to dust.
0: And around, I want to say around this time, maybe, he did a band called Son of Sam. Okay. Uh, let's say, oh, it did. It also came out same year, two thousand. Um, where, oh no, it came out two thousand one. Songs from the Earth, where he did a like Sam Hain style band with. I want to say like someone from either Misfits or Sam Hain played in the band too. That's kind of wild. Yeah, don't be um, your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. Uh, side note about that cd shout out to my friend max we're convinced that years before we became friends we owned the same copy of the son of sam cd because i had it i bought it from fye in the dover delaware mall and then i traded it in Mm -hmm. like a year or so later just to get more cds and then he bought that album used from that same C D store. <laughs> I'm waiting for the tell of what the what the like why it's the same copy. Because the, the what are what are the odds that like the Dover Delaware mall <laughs> okay, would fair. ever get th- more than one copy. <laughs> They're
1: gonna say like skipped at the same point or something. <laughs> but no that's a very good point. They probably it's probably
0: that one. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure but I don't know. That's just my theory. I like. And the theory. I'm sticking to it. I like it. Um, back yet. Can you play Sacrifice Theory? Yeah, that one's got a cool bass too. You got like a
1: timestamp for me or anything?
0: Or just no, just the beginning. I, I would say. It? I just wrote that bass. Yeah, this dude, is the Nashville Murder Song. He's, oh yeah, hundred percent. He is going up the neck on that thing on this one, man. He's and then necking it, it, and then it hits you with like a good ass whoa. Or Go, rather. <laughs> go! That's a cool one. This oh. album does contain my absolute favorite AFI song of all time. Which is? Wester. That one's really good. Um, the last tour I saw them on, I don't even remember what year it was at this point, but...
1: Would you go see them if they toured Philadelphia next year?
0: Absolutely. Damn, yeah, okay. I wouldn't know any of the new shit at all, but... Sounds like they do some deep cuts. Yeah, they played this. This one, huh? This one's great. I love this track. Hmm. But they played it on both dates I saw them on the last tour, and it was a very emotional moment for me. Damn. (laughs) Did they play Jessie's Girl? (laughs) (laughs) No, I have seen them play this song, Morningstar. Yeah. Um, Cool last track. I I was. It's a little snooze,
1: but. No, no, not even that. I was just like. I was just kinda over it by this point. Sure.
0: It's pretty long. Yeah. Are um, you are you a morning person? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not by choice. I kinda yeah. have to be. True. But um, Morning is
1: there are no stars <laughs> in the
0: morning.
1: <laughs> I don't know. And I don't then, know where I was going with that. This and then, the then it's got the hidden track. Battled. Hard as hell.
0: Yeah. I I hate hidden tracks. It's stupid. You gonna make me wait eleven and a half minutes or whatever to hear another song? The song's cool. They're mad. So I have like on my like iTunes, which I don't even like open anymore on my computer. But Mm -hmm. I have like on albums like this, I would take the last track and I would edit. I would cut out the (laughs) hidden track and then I would make the the last song a normal length. And then I would just make the hidden track a separate track and name it and everything. So you would you'd do some editing. You'd be some Editing. Be up in the lab doing. I'd be, be in the stew, remixing it, remixing and making it one point one times, yeah, making it, it a little faster, <laughs> making just a little bit faster. <laughs> and then I have like a whole album, quote unquote, of like AFI rare songs. Oh, cool! That I put all the hid the hidden tracks in, like live demo stuff, whatever. Any good ones? Any? And any there's one? a ton. Well, it's like yeah. forty songs, but there's yeah, a cool any sl- favorites. There's, any Western style favorites? There's a really cool song on it's like a sing the sorrow b-side called synesthesia or some shit like that Is That where you can that see one's colors in, or something maybe that's yeah. in my like top three afi songs that's a cool song but it's like you can't you can probably find it on like youtube but you can't oh. really find it anywhere else damn because i think i ripped it from youtube even or <laughs> something like that or it's on some weird fucking japanese cd of some shit damn that's crazy And Um, I mean that. I feel like people
1: say, damn, that's crazy, and don't mean it, but I do mean that. Have you Um, heard
0: Dream Car? (laughs) (laughs) Elaborate, please. You don't know about this band. Dream Car? So they put out an album a couple years ago, and it's Davey Havoc. Um, And the backing band is just no doubt. Minus Gwen Stefani.
1: Dream... (laughs) <laughs> I just Googled dream car, and it says a dream car is a car which satisfies wish fulfillment.
0: <laughs> it's just <laughs> literally pictures of, like,
1: nice cars.
0: It is. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to do. I kind of do like it in a weird way, but I understand that it's not good.
1: It's all one word, all caps. All caps. Baby. An American New Wave supergroup from Los Angeles, California.
0: Yeah. Wow. Put on, um, what's the hit? <laughs> Kill for Cam- uh. Is it called Kill for Candy? We'll Put do that. that we'll do that as the transition song <laughs> okay. about that. Kill for Candy. Yeah, That's. I mean, it's got two it the million. Number, is two the number
1: po- one? Two point four million streams. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> what do you have? Anything else you want to say about the songs or anything? No, I got some weird out titles. Oh, okay. What do you got? Do you have any?
1: I got one. Yeah, I've I have a couple of greetings and goodbyes. I said of tweetings and replies. <laughs> It's an internet song. Okay. Yeah. Uh and then instead of six to eight, I did sixty nine.
0: Oh 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 yeah, another good one is six to midnight. You could do that. <laughs> oh that's good. I just thought of that. <laughs> oh that's um, cool. Mine is Days of the Kleenex. Oh nice. <laughs> I had University of Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> that's good too. Uh I guess that song is about like a club they used to play called like Phoenix Theater or something, maybe.
1: In Arizona, I would assume.
0: Well, I'm sure it was in California, but.
1: Oh, it's spread in Ukiah, California, where they're from.
0: Another interesting tidbit I had was. Ooh, tidbits. When they tried to tour after this album, they got stuck in Japan because of September 11th. Ooh, damn. That's crazy. That is crazy, Like They actually. couldn't come home. They were just like, oh, shit. I'm sure that, well, obviously they did eventually, but. Yeah. Well, the album
1: came out almost, it's like, it was what, September 19th, 2000, I want to say. So it was almost a full year before 9-11. Whoa. Crazy.
0: You know, and I really didn't want to bring up 9-11 on the podcast for for the new season, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: I almost demanded it, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anything else you want to say, or should we just rip right into Kill for Candy by Dream (laughs) Car?
0: Just rip right in.
1: All right, here we go.
0: we go any further we would like to i don't remember how to do this uh Uh, we'd like to thank lvac which is
1: lehigh valley apparel creations for sponsoring the episode thank you chris reject thank you also thank you cinepunks uh liam and the gang oh yeah thank you guys for for keeping us keeping us on the roster after all this time
0: yeah thanks for uh keeping food in our bellies and (laughs) money in our wallets (laughs) well or yeah. fat could, wallets. Could you use can't a even l- take it out of my pocket without a couple bills falling out. That's right. Uh,
1: but more importantly, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. You want some shirts? They got them. They'll print them for you. They'll make them at their, it's not a sweatshop. What would you call it? A, a, a factory? Uh, like a sweat factory. A sweat lodge. <laughs> a sweat factory. They'll make you some shirts. They make shirts, them at their sweat lodge. And they probably do more than shirts. They'd be happy to do this for you. They do the trash ink special sometimes where it's like, I don't know, 20 bucks for 25 shirts. It's yeah, great.
0: you could get them the screen print all the days of the week on your underwear. You, you, could. you could. You have to mail them your underwear. Right. Um, <laughs> I'd li- hit me up after the show. I'll give you Chris's address. <laughs> and then you mail him your underwear. That's that. This That part is very important. Keep going with this. And then he will personally get the days of the week put right on those puppies for you. He'll do it. And then in the meantime, you might want to get some temporary underwear to wear. Unless you want to just go commando, that's fine too. But that's, you know, you might want to talk that out with him first and figure out the turnaround time. Um, this leads me to my next point. I went to Let's Hang Out, the Halloween shebang yeah. they just had last week. And um, it was great. Uh, it well, was what? Well, what are they going to do? Like live underwear printing there or something? No, but that's when he told me about, you know, this new <laughs> this deal, new they deal had they're come. running. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You have to use promo code UNDERWEAR. (laughs) and All all caps. But uh, yeah, Let's Hang Out was cool. Um, It was my first, oh no, actually it was not my first wrestling show post-pandemic, but it was my second one. Um, And uh, it was great. It felt like old times. Um, There was a costume contest, which was cool. Hell yeah. Um, And Honestly, Chris, if you're listening to this, I don't know if you listen to the podcast, but I will say that this most recent show had the best Let's Hang Out match I've seen thus far. Whoa. It was Avery Good versus Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley is a quite a renowned pro wrestler and he was like a special surprise um, that night and wh- holy moly what a get. That man is so good live, <laughs> I've never seen him wrestle live before and it was really good. Hell yeah! Um, so, great job, guys, for making that happen. You think As, they'll do a holiday hangout? They are doing one on for New Year's. Oh, that's I cool! I think it's the first. Nice, um, but you know, I may be wrong. Check out their social media soon to get more details on that. But sick. Um, I didn't. I was not able to stick around for the bands, unfortunately. But I do maybe plan on going back on November sixth for Piss Jeans. At Sokol's. That'll be a cool show. in Bad Heaven. And here,
1: hers or hers? I'm not sure it's hers. I'm pretty sure I've it's hers. I've heard it's hers,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's a really cool show.
1: That show is three for three. Do not miss this lineup. Right. Do and not miss this
0: lineup. <laughs> do not miss this lineup. No,
1: that's a, that's a really good show. $16 in advance, 20 at the door. Not bad. Sokol's.
0: jeans um, is playing Philly as well. December however. 18th. However, I will say, I think I'm... Leaning towards the other one. Yeah. Because what a lineup. Yeah. Uh, do not miss Do it. not
1: miss the lineup, <laughs>
0: honestly. If that's you, what I'd say. If you can if you can afford, what anybody would say really you'd be crazy to
1: miss the lineup. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, so um it's great to all right, be so back in LVAC's presence yeah, in some way.
1: Check out Cinepunks.com C I N E P U N X dot C O M and check out X L V A C X L V A C X dot com C O M. I don't know, leave reviews or whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, I mean like sign their guest book. Mhm. Um if you like websites, check out the sitemap. Look, uh view the source code.
1: Oh yeah, debug it if you're in Google Chrome. Yeah. Joey, you watch any cool movies lately or what's <laughs> up, dude?
0: Uh no, nah, I mean yeah, kind nah, of. Nah, but um, yeah, kind nah, of. Nah, but like yeah, kind of. Um I watched Halloween kills. It was trash. Yeah, It was not very good. Uh I watched I don't know why, but I felt the need to rewatch Moonrise Kingdom, and mm. it was a lot better than I remember it being. That with the tents, they're with like the in a tents. tents. There's children in it. Yeah, which but is aren't already they already like, a red
1: flag for me? I no, hate children. They're like in a tent by the water, and they're like kissing in their underwear.
0: Yeah, that part's still kind of weird. And that part weirds me out. Um, it, yeah, that part made me feel uncomfortable watching this. I was like, I don't think I should watch kids <laughs> kissing. No, but. Not that it's not been in movies before or whatever, I guess. But kids uh, should kiss. It's fucking weird, man.
1: When you're an adult, kiss as much as you want.
0: Yeah, but (laughs) when you're a kid, you're not. When my no son of mine's gonna kiss. I know. Um, And then I watched Good Timing with Joe Firestone. That was a cool little comedy special. I enjoyed that. Uh, Love you, Joe. I watched. uh, We went to our friend's house the other night and watched Evil Dead Two on a cool projector situation. That movie's friends great. Friends and a projector. Now you're just bragging. You know, just bra- <laughs> hey, I got friends and one of them's got a projector. It's cool friends. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that movie's great. I haven't watched it in full in a few years. Is that the best one of the three? I think so. Yeah, I think I agree. I think so. But that I d- will say there's a lot of moments where I expected something to happen, but then I had to be like, oh, that happens in Army of Darkness. Mm. Like the lines mm-hmm. were blurred of like what happens and what. Like him fighting himself. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that happens in this. Does not. He has like an interaction with his weird self in the mirror, uh-huh. but he does not fl- full on fight himself to Army Darkness. Dark. So I was like, whoa, shit. Huh. Um, but. Uh, There's
1: kind of an evil dead moment in uh, the movie we watched where the tree kind of grabs somebody.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, you're we'll, right. We'll get to that later. I kind of <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, and then the only other things are like more TV related, but I've been just. Since we haven't podcasted in a while, I've been, wa- I've watched like fucking six or seven seasons of Survivor, so I'm still going through you that. You guys and your Survivor. And then today, I started rewatching Lost, so I'm mm-hmm. definitely trying to get on another po- certain podcast. How many episodes in are you? Of Lost, just two.
1: Okay. But, um. There was a point in Lost where, well, yeah, you're talking, you're talking about the podcast with Jake and Bailey and, and Dane. Is the podcast you want to get on, right? Maybe. <laughs> okay. So Jake and I rewatched Lost, and he made me watch a bunch of Survivor. Oh, did but... you
0: watch like uh, the whole Oh, when you guys still live together, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But Yeah, honestly... this is my first Lost rewatch. <laughs> I've only watched it once.
1: Same. Until I just watched it again recently, yeah. but I don't even It might have all been since we podcasted last that I watched all of Lost. It might have just been during the pandemic. Probably. Cause I... Yeah, it must have been, because I
0: hadn't seen you that whole time. It's crazy. But um. Yeah, uh, don't remember what I was going to say after that. Uh, that was all I had. You're what have you been, what are you been watching?
1: Uh, I also watched Halloween Kills, and it was a stinker. Yeah, uh, I've been trying to do like a horror October, but I'm not super into it. Um, I saw the new Candyman; it was like pretty good. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the new VHS movie is just fine. VHS ninety four. Mm-hmm.
0: The one at the did that very, play in theater?
1: No, nah, well, I mean maybe, but it was on. Shutter, I think. Oh, or Paramount yeah, Plus have, or something. I don't have I
0: don't either of those, so I don't even remember what comes up on there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, VHS ninety four. The last segment was pretty fun. It's like they always have like a goofy one at the end. That was pretty good.
0: Um,
1: I forget. Have you watched The Sopranos?
0: I'm ever. I watched like a m- episode a month. <laughs> <laughs> basically so, so pretty much no <laughs> i mean i'm like i don't know on episode 10 now
1: overall overall i started rewatching it like a couple <laughs> weeks ago and i'm on season three
0: <laughs> i mean i like it don't get me wrong i just it doesn't sound like you like i it. just i'm savoring
1: it <laughs> okay, that's, okay that's fair you, you won me back uh but the many saints of Newark was just kind of like fan service. It was just kind of like, oh, it, what if Silvio was younger?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. And like, is this actor really good at being him oh, or yeah, something? Exactly. Probably. Right.
1: Um, but shout out Vera Farmiga. She does a very good job in the movie as, as Olivia Soprano. Hmm. New Dune almost made me cry a couple times. It's really good. Rock. I need to watch that. Rock too. my world. Um and, <laughs> uh, another friend of the podcast Taylor Madison. Told me about this movie called Fritz the Cat.
0: Oh yeah, do you know I've, about Fritz I've, the Cat? I know about it. I've never really seen it. I've seen some clips. I think it's rated X. I saw that you when you guys played, you like played <laughs> it behind you. Yeah, that was
1: cool. So he told me about it. We were like leading up to play a show at Philomoca, and like two weeks beforehand, he had told me about Fritz the Cat. So I watched it, and I You're, said and it to you him.
0: became I, obsessed with it. I don't
1: kind of, but it was <laughs> like we should put that behind us when we play. And I tried to be like, yeah, there's a scene where there's, like, it's pretty, it's a cartoon, it's animated, so it's, like, gratuitous, like, smoking weed and sex with animals and, like, all these animals having sex with each other, not (laughs) humans and animals. Um, But I tried to, like, think and be like, oh, cool, yeah, like, halfway through there's, like, more violence than sex, so, like, the people at the show won't be creeped out, but... Uh, it, the plan didn't work Oh no <laughs> yeah, it all was, the, it was all stuff. the bad parts play? Or kind something? of <laughs> Not all the bad parts But there is one part where it's, it's like I think it's like between a giant woman's boobs at one point and like, uh-huh. it's, it's wild Wow yeah, It's pretty wild <laughs> Yeah So Fritz the Catch It's honestly Pretty, pretty fun little <laughs> movie <laughs> Check it out uh, Okay so we're talking about Jason
0: Voorhees Dude, everybody knows him. <laughs> <laughs> the premise
1: of this movie kicks ass. It's Dude, so good. Okay. I
0: feel like this movie um, was not a Friday the Thirteenth movie, and then the Jason was just kind of plopped in. I don't. I wonder, but I read that it was supposed to be the original, like Freddy versus Jason moment. Okay, and movie. Like this was supposed to be the movie <sighs> that introduced Freddy.
1: How far into production did they get? Because it relies heavily on. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay down. I don't the even know if
0: they got into any sort of production with okay. that. But that was that like the sense. concept going into it. Okay, or like the initial stages. So the
1: premise of the movie is a girl with telekinesis. When she's like seven, yeah, says, "I hope you die, Dad," and causes this like. <laughs> It almost looks like like the jaws ride or something like that. Yeah, like a bridge collapses on her dad and kills her. So a girl with telekinesis goes back to the lake where she killed her father after seemingly spending like her whole life in the mental institution.
0: Right, her Um, whole like young life because she's probably what like eighteen. Yeah, we'll say we'll give her like maybe even twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: So she goes back to that lake and tries to (laughs) reincarnate her dad. She like throws her telekinetic powers into the lake. And
0: then passes out and wakes up Jason Voorhees. Right. Who was thrown into the lake at the end of six, I'm guessing. I am very fuzzy on the Friday thirteenth, like universe at this time, despite seeing most of them. Uh four is probably the only one I really ever go back and rewatch. Okay. Like four and two. Two proper fun. Two's
1: really good. Which one's four?
0: Four is the one with Crispin Glover. Okay. Um, Which is the one with like Corey
1: Feldman or Haynes? He's or in a few. Corey okay. Feldman. Um, I know I've seen them all, but I can't really distinguish most of them.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Um, so I don't even remember what happened in six, but I was reading that that's how they get rid of him at the end of that when they throw him in the lake. So they kind they of chain do like in a- there
1: yeah, they kind of do like a TV recap, like a p- like a pre credit scene. <laughs> yeah, it was long. In the, the Carl Paul Buchler cinematic universe. Yeah,
0: what did you watch it on? Pe- Peacock? Peacock? Yeah, that's what I watched it on. Too many and I, At first services. I was like, is this like a Peacock exclusive recap or something? <laughs> it was um, weird. I, even though I have the DVD sitting like five feet away from me, but I was like, I don't feel like putting it in a DVD. Let's go back to that. You have the DVD? Yeah, I have a DVD of like one through nine. That's or something. Wild. <laughs> oh,
1: also, I don't know if this is in six, but in the in the recap episode in the beginning, there's like the Mac, you know, the Mac and Me, like alien in the wheelchair going down the hill thing. Mm-hmm. There's one of that of like a little kid going down the stairs. I mean, there is, isn't yeah. there?
0: Uh, yeah. Um Did I write something about a recap? No, I, I thought I did, but I just oh, it opens with some flashback stuff. Feels yeah. a lot like a trailer.
1: The- it's funny. So this movie has the vibe of like mid-tier Halloween movies, like four, five, six. Like right. the Paul Rudd ones and the ones with Jamie. What's the real? Uh, her name's Jamie in the movie, but I can't think what her name is in real life now. Danielle
0: something. Radcliffe?
1: Yeah, Danielle Radcliffe is, yeah, is the actress. Danielle
0: Radcliffe's um, mom.
1: <laughs> I want to say Danielle Schneider, but I think that's like an actress. Mm. A different actress, rather.
0: Oh, right. Okay. yeah, I don't know. Um, Danielle... Harris. Danielle Harris. It doesn't that mean true? shit, but yeah, okay. that's her name. Uh, <laughs> and oh, now yeah, not even know the, the fuck I'm talking about. You were about. saying it has the same feel as like those mid Halloween yeah, like movies. The Paul Rudd Halloween, but like without any of the fun of those really. Yeah. So like we briefly texted about this earlier and like this movie has so much nothing happening in it. It's like should be a crime.
1: For a woman with telekinesic, telekinetic powers who can raise people from the dead from the bottom of the lake, yeah, there should be more fun
0: and camp. Well, like she really doesn't even figure out her power until the last like twenty minutes of the movie. And I will true. say, I don't want to get too far ahead, but the last twenty minutes is kind of awesome. Like I, it, it brought it back for it, me. For it does sure. ramp up.
1: There's a scene. I'm going to jump right to the ending. I was like, this ending fucking rocks, where she like sets the house on fire, dude, and well, then sets
0: him on fire, basically. sets him on yeah. fire.
1: But then. It keeps going, and her dad comes at it like, where I was like, Oh, this ending rocks. And then I was like, Oh, this ending sucks. Actually, it's
0: kind of bad, <laughs> dude. Whatever, no <laughs> way. It's awesome. I mean, it's interesting. So, like, just to give you the details of the whole ending, uh, I mean, I don't want to get into it yet. Let's, let's maybe go kind so, of like,
1: like, limp our way through, limp
0: our way through it. Okay. I there was a point where I tried to keep track of all the kills, like, each one, okay. But Dude, the, the I immediately s- deleted, like, all those notes because, like, so many of them are, like, bullshit or whatever. There's a lot
1: of, like, classic Jason just, like, impaling someone to a tree.
0: Yeah. So, like, the first kill. I wrote Jane stabbed through the neck, mounting yeah. her to a tree. Boyfriend was pissing. And then I forget how he dies.
1: <laughs> There's um a sleeping bag kill in the movie that's pretty gnarly.
0: So, like, that is, like, one of the biggest, like, most popular kills in Friday the 13th, I feel like. Okay. Okay. Um, and she gets. I read that it's with. like. So, this was Kane Hodder's first role as Jason. <laughs> and he fucking rocks. And he's, he's the, kind of he's like the, high the most point of well movie. known Jason, I feel like. And he says that is his favorite kill of all of his and of it all time. Got my attention. It's fucking was, like, great. Pretty on my phone
1: during he, the movie. Like, bashes and, her you know, against a tree. Just one swing into like a pole or a tree or something yeah. like that. She gets dealt with. That, uh, one's,
0: that one's wild. They kind of do a version of that. I don't know if you ever saw. The remake. There might be a couple remakes. They remade Nightmare on Elm
1: Street and Freddy the Thirteenth around the same time, and yeah. I saw them both. and I think I liked one and was like blasé on
0: the other. The Nightmare on Elm Street one sucks.
1: So then it, maybe I liked this one.
0: The this one is like okay. Um, there they do kind of like toss it back to the sleeping bag kill though, where so in the beginning of the remake, there's like maybe like a ten minute clip where. He just kills like a bunch of people. Like you're introduced to all these people, and then you're like, "Oh, are the, these are the characters," and then okay. he just kills them all. <laughs> and then like it jumps to oh, the real characters. It does do that. So
1: I haven't seen it since two thousand eight or whatever right. it came out. But yeah.
0: And then so the sleeping bag thing in that one is he t- puts someone in a sleeping bag, ties it to a tree above the fire, <laughs> and then it slowly burns them. Like they're hanging upside down. God damn. And it's like slowly burns them from like their head up to their toes. That's it's crazy. sounds graphic. Yeah, that one's wild. Um, so but I much prefer like this one. Just visceral, like menacing and like visceral. And just like the image of him like dragging
1: the yeah. person. The person squirming in the bag. Wild. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh other than that, the effects in this movie are pretty bad. Yeah. So like she's She has. I feel like I keep saying telekinesis, but she has brain mind powers. (laughs) Yeah, and she's like throwing things across the room, but they move so slowly. Like she throws a TV at one point, and you could. It's just like slowly hurled across the room. Dude, the one that
0: cracked me up the most is when she looks over and she sees the guy's head in the plant. Like there's like a Like, oh, a, like yeah, a four oh, foot I, tall plant And, and she there's throws a, it And she throws it And it looks like it's swinging On a fucking yeah. rope And it hits Jason in the face And he like falls back Like he's in the Three Stooges
1: There's another one too Where like she It's supposed to be like a It's like the first time She like uses her powers And she's In front of the doctor she, Yeah in front of the doctor Who looks like Joe Pesci Or uh, like Billy Do you Bill know who Joel, that is? Paul that Waltz? is
0: Bernie From Weekend at Bernie's <laughs> Okay That's cool <laughs> Bernie <laughs> that himself rocks.
1: Um but she, she like Shoots a glance She's like focused And she shoots a glance At and the then picture like the, frame and, or, like, and the picture frame Like shatters But the way the camera Cuts to it It's either for like A little too long Or they like miss it Or something yeah. It's just like what well, weak
0: What's the thing on That's on the table That he puts on the table And like gets her to move is oh, it the like ma- a piece the of matchbook the matchbook there's and it's clearly all like
1: just, and it's like <laughs> there's clearly just somebody under the table with, with a like magnet. a magnet yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all so know funny. how that one's done
0: even the way the tables position in the room when they walk in is so awkward it's and like so weird s- like corner like yeah. diagonal or something it
1: looks stupid <laughs> one thing this movie's got going for it though is there's a
0: cat scare
1: i love movies oh, with a yeah. cat scare yeah this, for sure this one is up there <laughs> it's a pretty good one
0: uh i wrote that this is kind of a weird like later installment in a s like a series where they have like less budget than the few prior to it yeah. or something. Um that's kind of that way with I don't know how many of the wrong turn movies you've seen. There's six, I think, but I've seen three maybe. I think I've seen three or four of them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I think one I wanna say by the time of like three, there's like one like inbred guy. Instead oh. of like a whole face, fi- there's just like one. <laughs> they <laughs> <And> couldn't then- <laughs> afford the effects. <laughs> <laughs> and his like mask and makeup and shit looks horrible. Ugh. I was like, you had in the like that's two, funny. there's like 12, but in this one, there's one. <laughs> oh my God. And that's how, kind of how I felt about this movie, too. Yeah. Um, I kind of like the if- sci fi writer character guy he's a weirdo he was
1: cool (laughs) there's a funny scene where like like he's clearly the every movie has like a dorky kind of guy in it like yeah and they're just there kind of for comic relief i feel like they really play on that trope in uh
0: cabin in the woods oh like the stonery guy well especially because like spoiler alert, he's kind of he kind of makes it to the end right that yeah um but
1: yeah that guy there's a funny scene where there's like a preppy girl who's like in love with the main guy who's in love with the Main like character Tina, Tina yeah, uh, and just I don't know a,
0: anyone's name but hers. I
1: think his name's Nick, the guy okay. that she likes.
0: Okay. Anyways,
1: <laughs> the other, the, oh fuck, hang on. Oh, so
0: the preppy girl, preppy girl, like right. tries to uh, tries to make the other guy jealous. So he's like, so she's like, sci-fi guy. I like you, but even instantly though I don't.
1: out of nowhere, and, and he's and like, like, "Really?" He, like, it's so funny that he buys it hook, line, and sinker. Like, didn't even because it's literally immediate. Where she's like, "I like you," and then turns and she's like, "Wait, I like you now." Yeah, <laughs>
0: and then 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 they're like in bed and they're about to have sex, I guess, and then she's like, <laughs> she's like, "Actually, you know what? Never mind." <laughs> literally, yeah. yeah. It's
1: such a that whole like <laughs> ebb and flow is super and weird. And he's
0: like, "What?" And she's like. Yeah, I don't really like you. I was just, you know, trying to make what's his name jealous. Kudos to her for her honesty. Though, I get, yeah, you know? yeah. And he's like, he's like devastated.
1: <laughs> uh, Can you explain one thing to me? Why is this movie called The New Blood?
0: So it's just new people. I think <laughs> that yeah. So I think that the first, so like, the first three movies had different protagonists mm-hmm. and then i want to say like four through six all had the same oh uh, those were all like the uh <laughs> those are all the Corey Feldman. <laughs> i almost
1: ones. called them jim belushi
0: <laughs> those are the jim belushi ones Corey... jim belushi as jason yeah um and then uh so i think that this was supposed to be the start like i think tina was supposed to be in the few. next couple um, and then they just scrapped that, so I think that's what that was alluding to.
1: She kind of reminded me. Do you know who Ricky Lindholm? is her name? Ricky Lindholm? Carfunkel and Oates.
0: Oh yeah, I can yeah. I get that. She kind of yeah, looked I like her. That. Um, I I thought Tina was cool. Um, like I said, the end of the movie is cool, awesome. Like when mm-hmm. she fully realizes like her powers and shit. there's just too much in the middle of like the
1: doctor shit and the mom shit and like this weird drama with the people next door, like. I didn't yeah. really care about any of that. I just wanted to see her And like every face shot in the, the woods just... looked the same.
0: Like totally. there was like they you you could have filmed that like totally. in same they could have just took the camera guy and turn. <laughs> Probably did. And now this scene's over here. Um what else did I write down? Uh This movie succeeded by the high part uh, the the pinnacle of the franchise. Jason takes Manhattan. Yes. That one's sick. I that love one's that great. One. That one's one of my favorite ones. Uh Same. I wrote Girlfriend drown while skinny dipping. Remember when skinny dipping was like the most risque thing you could do? True. Skinny dipping by yourself is just swimming too. <laughs> oh, I wrote a weird line. I don't know who said this to who. I wrote You know what I like about you? You hardly sweat at all. <laughs> okay. What is that? I don't know. I don't remember that. Um did you do you know
1: Matt Gourley and Paul Rust?
0: I feel like I know these names.
1: They're comedians and writers and directors and whatever, but um they had a podcast where they went through all of the Jason movies and it was called In Voorhees We Trust with Gorley and Rust, which is That's like cool. an incredible name. I and like then they that. did it for like Halloween, maybe for Alien. Um but I, w- I wanted to listen back and hear their thoughts on this, but it's behind oh, be, it's behind a paywall.
0: Oh uh, kinda like we were for the last eighteen months. <laughs> Correct.
1: Yeah. We'll keep that joke going <laughs> for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh it really helped when you like didn't know what I was talking about when I first said it. <laughs> I was like well, paywall? <laughs> we're back. Wait, wait a yes and me, Mike. We broke down the wall. <laughs>
1: well no, I didn't know what the f- <laughs> fuck you were talking about. <laughs> um they should have kept the original working title of this movie which was Birthday Bash.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that, a good that name. Makes sense I'd
1: watch that movie over the new blood
0: that's another reason why I, st- I was thinking like it's not supposed to be a Jason movie like it could have been any sl- generic slasher guy yeah um doesn't your
1: Freddy versus Jason thing kind of kill that though
0: right I mean totally but yeah sorry I'm not sure I would <laughs> I'm like really I'm I would really not like on this movie more if it wasn't a Jason movie
1: I agree if it's just <laughs> a telekinetic woman <laughs> no, no, hear me out who um, revives a dead man and but then
0: it's but then i think the problem you run into with that is how are we supposed to ever believe that the dead man is more powerful than the telekinetic woman that's true. right that's uh, true and He's got some wild shit going on with his body in this one. He's his whole spine is out. Who's that, Mr. Voorhees? Yeah. Oh yeah. His his face looks pretty rough. He's got the mask is like all chipped away on his left cheek, and his teeth are his teeth are hanging out right there. He's got all kinds of bones poking out and shit. He's looked better. He's been beaten up for what seven movies. He's looked a lot better. Uh, This is the movie where he spent the most time without a mask on. Oh, did you do the Uh, the runtime? No, I mean, I just read that. Yeah. Uh, Because he's an anti-masker. Oh. Uh, He's a bad boy, but he, so there's that scene where she squeezes the, she telekinetically squeezes his mask on his head, and all this goop and pus leaks out. See, that was cool.
1: I was ready for more of that. That was right before the fires. Yeah,
0: and then uh, the mask splits, and he's got this crazy-looking, like, Lord of the Rings head. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, um, which I didn't like love, but I didn't hate it, it's I fine. guess uh, It's just like, why does he look like that? I don't know It's a great question uh, I- I What's up with his face? Um, he's just fine, a, does,
1: He's been underwater for like half of his life
0: Yeah, and then she, that's true He should be more decayed, though But then, <laughs> or like pruny or something He should be more decayed in this movie That's my, that's my, beef, <laughs> that's with my beef with it That's my beef with it And then she, like, hangs him by the cord. That was kind of cool. Pretty short-lived. He (laughs) he immediately breaks. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) I read something on IMDb, and I just love... I fucking love IMDb trivia so much. Uh, Some guy added a fact that says... I don't know who William Butler is, but... William Butler saw a rough cut without music or sound effects and almost had a heart attack. He attended the finished film at the premiere and was relieved. (laughs) <laughs> wow! Like, okay. What a what a ride! <laughs> yeah, these like, people oh. are crazy.
0: He must have been like, I, c- I can't believe they would just not put music in this. But
1: imagine just like you're putting a fact. somewhere when you say they almost had a heart attack, like no, he didn't almost have a heart yeah. attack.
0: <laughs> oh, another really cool kill is when Michelle is the preppy girl. I wrote down Michelle. Uh, she is like, I'm not hanging around here with you guys to Tina and the boy. The, the handsome the boy, boy nick uh and she's like fuck you and fuck you and, and goes to the door goes to the door she opens the door gets an axe to the face yeah she does and then he just like hurls her through a lamp that was that was like on top of the tv and she just like rolls behind the tv i loved the throw like the he like basically like, picked her up oh, by, like, like the seat arm. of her pants with one arm and was just like Fwing!
1: see i do feel like that's where Kane Hodder kind of like is sick in this movie. He is yeah. like big and hulky and menacing. And yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That Pretty was good. cool.
0: And then she just like went head first into a lamp. Love that. <laughs> respect, respect. Um, I heard Jason is very disoriented by gasoline. Like when she <laughs> yeah. sprays him with the gasoline, he's just like writhing all about, she like doesn't know what to do. He cannot shake the gas for some reason. He just can't believe it. Yeah, I'm uh, really surprised that you said his name is Nick. I believe the he's main the, the hot guy. I'm surprised guy. he survived. Like, oh, he does n- survive, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, like they're in the. So the, there's like a really weird choosing, like a choice at the end where they're in like this old ass ambulance, like Ghostbuster style. And then next to them is just like a regular ambulance. <laughs> they got, I'm like, why did they get in the, they the old style one? They get the jalopy of ambulances, like ride right out of the woods. Let but, happen. yeah, he's with her, and he's like, I wonder what happened to Jason or something like that. Well, we'll find out when he takes Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, he he, went, he was like, fuck this Crystal like shit. I'm going to New York, baby. <laughs> I'm going to do stand-up. I'm going to do a tight five at the cellar. At UCB.
1: <laughs> R.I.P. at UCB, dude. <laughs> Seen better days. Um. Anything else you'd like to say about the film? Uh,
0: back to the IMDb thing. I Please. just have this one more thing. Uh, it says during the filming or during filming, producers hired Leslie Busby, the local gator man, quotes, to be the alligator wrangler and keep gators away from the actors. Uh, as however, alligators are not active in the winter when they are filming or when they were filming October and November. Uh, they ended up paying him to do nothing and watch the lake.
1: That's a Busby. That's a hard day's work, right there. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie Busby, Busby made his money.
0: I wonder how long filming was, and he was just chilling, it's just sitting straight. He was like, "Yeah, the gate they'll be here any second. You guys should keep me
1: around." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now nah, you guys might need me on on film number eight, actually.
0: Yeah, but, you know they don't usually come out for the first day or two. <laughs> Bring me up to Toronto
1: or wherever you're going to shoot this. Jason takes Manhattan film. It's yeah. Like- in <laughs> Toronto, yeah. It does take place in, th- like the, it's one of those things filmed where they filmed Toronto. it in Canada. yeah. Yeah. Leslie Busby, dude. Yeah. More uh, like yeah. Leslie Buzzfeed.
0: Ooh, Leslie uh, Buzzkill. Uh, yeah, so when I watched this movie the other day, I fell asleep before like the last part. True. And then I was like, fuck, I really don't want to finish this. It was so boring. I paused it several times. And then, yeah. And then I fired it back up earlier today to finish it and I was like, pleasantly surprised by the end the ending yeah i mean there's a lot of cool parts like when she makes the porch collapse on him um all that stuff is just like believable that like she could stop him potentially and that was cool yeah true it was crazy that um (laughs) that's the last thing i say i promise uh jason looks so fucked up but then when her dad comes out of the water he looks the same as the day he died He's only been down there for 20 almost 20, 20 years. Yeah, he's only been down there for about 15-20 years. Yeah. Jason's
1: been down there for like 2 probably or something. No, way longer than that. Wasn't he drowned as a boy?
0: Well, no. Okay, so yeah, but he went down at there at the end of 6.
1: Yeah, but he was down there for most of his life before that?
0: Oh, yeah, okay, fair. I don't know. I I mean, he I don't goes, know. Why I'm he goes in with and you. out. That's what you're saying. He does. He does. Yeah. You ever you think Jason ever eats and swims too soon after he eats? <laughs> yeah, he gets cramps in yeah. his little legs. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah.
1: Did you find? He doesn't know any better. No, he really doesn't. Did you find us in the movie?
0: Um, I have, I
1: have something in my notes that says, "Find Mike and Joey from the template for our podcast." So,
0: so I think that. Well, we could include Tyler in this too. Yeah, we're the, we're the EMTs. Oh, cool! <laughs> Tyler's like. The main one. I'm the old guy with the white hair and the sunglasses, and you're the guy with the rock and mullet. Damn.
1: Okay. <laughs> so we're the cool dudes. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: What well, was yours?
1: I didn't have one. Uh, okay. I forgot. I'm just looking at. I brought up a like. I'm looking at the template of what we usually do in these episodes because it's been so long. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, didn't do that. Yeah. Um.
0: And then something I don't think you did, but tasting, tasting notes. Tastes, tastes,
1: tastes, tastes.
0: Oh, tasting, tasting notes. Tastes, tastes, um, I didn't really come up with anything, uh, because I kind of forgot about Tasting Notes till about an hour ago. Yeah, but weak. I did like a quick Google, and what did I come up with? It was like the top five, uh, foods you drown yourself in after a breakup. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I don't know, like comfort foods, like mm-hmm. chocolate or um, Pea. just like a nice ice cream, but like straight out of the container, <laughs> something like that like a Ben and Jerry's half baked. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That be half good. baked can Jason get burned, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. What's <laughs> yours?
1: Uh water and blood <laughs> and uh fireballs like the candy. Oh, okay, yeah. And you can- need
0: water for that. And candy corn. Oh, where, where do you stand on candy corn? I love it. It's the season. It's good. Love it. I haven't had any of it.
1: People that don't like it need to just grow up and accept that it's a good candy. And it's they're, so good. They're wrong.
0: I don't know if I should eat it right now because I got my wisdom teeth out three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. How I still you got feeling? the little pockets back there. Any dry rot? Or what do they call it? Uh, dry socket. Dry socket. Um, no, I thought I had some, and then this is really boring for the <laughs> no, podcast. That's great, but then I went back for my follow up, and they're like, "No, you don't have dry socket." But nice. what, um, were your,
1: what were your foods that
0: you you like sloshed on for a little while, dude? There. So I'm kind of still doing mostly soft foods. Still, yeah, just because it's like mostly because it's just like a pain to fucking rinse it. Mm-hmm. All this crap. They gets give you a little there. like syringe kind of thing that you can wash it out with. No, oh, I just am supposed to just rinse with salt water every time I eat. Which I do, and that helps loosen the shit back up. Okay, but it's <laughs> healing really well. It's almost there. But so I was. This is my tasty notes actually. So I w- in the morning. I will have a bowl of yogurt and a smoothie, and then I for lunch usually have like <laughs> refried beans that I blended to make them smoother, and like a sweet potato puree situation. Okay, that I made, and then dinner kind of varies. Usually soup or uh, applesauce, or and then sometimes for like a little snack, I'll have like some pudding or <laughs> some ice cream. Hell yeah! I'm fucking sick of it though. I've been doing that shit every day. <laughs> well, it seems like you have it down. I felt. finally had pizza the other day, and that was cool. That's good. You're <laughs> back on pizza. I miss I that. It. I miss eating bread three times a day, but not really because I probably lost like 10 pounds. <laughs> but dude, I might have There's to go on the surgery d- diet. It's awesome. <laughs> I have to go on the breeding diet, dude. Get a tooth yanked, and you'll be all right.
1: I had a, I had a root canal during COVID. It wasn't fun.
0: I'm a little worried about the tooth that was next to my impacted tooth. I get a, I, get a, uh, I go to the dentist in January. We'll see what's up with that one.
1: Well, you'll be fine.
0: I had to go to the eye doctor for my uh, glaucoma
1: evaluation. I got a little high. I got thick cornea, so my pressure readings are always a little high. But they say it's best to catch it early, so I got to keep going back every six months. But I always ace the tests. so knock on
0: wood All. Whoa! I'll live my life without glaucoma. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, it took a really dark turn on the return of the podcast here. Let's talk okay. about our ailments and fucking surgeries and teeth getting yanked and <laughs> eyeballs falling out or whatever.
1: We'll go to the uh, the segment that people rant and rave about called uh, the IMDB keywords and tags. Oh, I forgot about this. Okay, this will be fun. What movie do you think is the top for bare-chested male?
0: Ooh, um...
1: Bare-chested male. This movie doesn't even break the top 20, it looks like. Do you think I've seen this movie? I actually know for a fact. You said on this podcast that you have not seen it yet. Did I say it today? Yeah. Is it Dune? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How about uh, female pubic hair?
0: Dune. (laughs) You
1: clearly have not seen Dune yet. (laughs) Uh, Number two is Friday the 13th, the original uh for female pubic care. <laughs> and number 1 is Halloween I mean like saying that out loud. Nah, I'm pretty over that. Song. Oh, the two, 2007 Halloween? The Rob Zombie one. How about Oh, wow. The tag for applying makeup. Uh This one comes in at number 15. Joker. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's exactly what Hell it is. Hell yeah. <laughs> How about a group of friends?
0: Uh where this come at? Mm. Like probably not even anywhere near the top. 50. Doesn't even break the top. Group of friends? I don't know, like fucking 30. Jungle Cruise or something?
1: <laughs> Good guess. Uh, Scream, number two is just friends. The show. original Scream? The original Scream. Is wow. there? Yeah. Wow. Um, all right, let's do one more. How about Hell on Earth? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, uh, that's a very
1: strange one. Freddy versus Jason, number eight. Okay. Um, I would
0: say number one, Hell on Earth. Uh, Little Nikki. Oh, that's Previous a good podcast guess. That's episode? a good.
1: That's a really good guess. See, Dawn of the Dead to me is like that's that's like number one. that should be Hell on Earth number one. Sure. But, uh, no, number one is it from 2017. <laughs> what? The I don't hell? know. I don't understand this system, and it's really funny to I me. I mean, I think it's just supposed to be like. It goes by popularity so, or something. But yeah, well, it it's just so, goes so by funny. But,
0: but I think that category is just supposed to be like some demon or creature is yeah. on Earth and wreaking havoc.
1: It's just funny because they're all like man with foot, and you're like, okay, what what could that possibly be? And it's just <laughs> yeah. like it's like, that's every movie. And It's like <laughs> the
0: lighthouse or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, oh, okay,
1: sure. Why not? Um, let's see. What other? What else do we do with the? Oh, we do wine or cheese. pretty good uh all right do you have any uh yes hold on i an instagram story okay that's cool i'll do one then i don't believe you you people give me the creeps
0: <laughs> that's definitely the movie okay you're great right. <laughs> uh okay so i've got one um it is look what you've done to me now you can guess that's the that's the band. That's AFI. It's from the Lost Souls. The Lost Souls.
1: Um, how about I Offer Grace, I Offer Blood? That's AFI. Yeah, you know this album. That doesn't help me here.
0: <laughs> uh, I Can't Think and I Can't Speak. My Mind is Not My Own. That's the band, too. Yep. Yeah. That's from uh, The Hidden Track, actually. Oh, that's sick.
1: Yeah. How about To Grunt and Sweat Under a Weary Life, But That the Dread of Something After Death? That's gonna be the movie. It's from Hamlet by Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, wow. if you put a bunch of monkeys at a typewriter, they'll all type the, They'll type Shakespeare, isn't that the theory? Is that a thing? It's like a, on a long enough timeline. The, the oh, hang on, I'm gonna look it up. You can you, you can may ask I, was, me one.
0: I have one more. Um, I've been rejected by some of the finest science fiction magazines in the continental United States. That's the movie. <laughs> 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 okay, so this is called the infinite monkey theorem.
1: Okay. On a on a long enough timeline, if you give a monkey a typewriter, they'll eventually type Shakespeare. So I
0: don't believe that at all. I'm gonna
1: send you a link that will blow your mind. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't
0: know I was supposed to check the link live. Oh I no, no, that. I didn't.
1: I didn't send it to you yet, but I will. I will be sending you uh, Wikipedia.com/slash/wiki/slash/Infinite Monkey Theorem. Oh. It's pretty good. Interesting stuff. Dot PHP or what's the end of the URL there? Nothing Just anything? cuts off. No HTM, no wow. PHP. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So this
0: has been wine and cheese. We're back. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, and email us your suggestions. We're trying to be a little bit more uh, on social media with the podcast, maybe this time around. So <laughs> wine, cheese pod on everything. And that's the, also the email at gmail. Mm hmm. So hit us up, interact with us in some way, and give leave us your us? suggestions and stuff. And leave us a review. Yeah, um, and make it good. Ma- please make it good. Make if it you're gonna funny. leave a review, make it good. Mm-hmm. Leave us a Google review. Find yeah. our Google Maps page that and could leave be a good. review on there. <laughs> please. Um,
1: but uh, it's good to be back. We'll we'll figure out how to end the episode in a, in a, like a snappier way next time. I promise. <laughs>